the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to It's Your Life with James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr., two motivational speakers that are here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. Join James and Ray and get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Welcome to another edition of It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this again is Ray Leonard Jr. We have a very powerful show coming your way today, I tell you. Uh, Ray, uh, I want to talk about this thing called ACE, Attitude, Commitment, and Enthusiasm. But, JC, before you start that, I, I just want to ask you how you're doing, brother. I'm doing just fine. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's good to, to have that intro and then have a conversation. And we're starting to show off. And uh, now, I miss you, brother. You're not in the studio today. Well, no, I'm in I'm in Dallas, Texas, uh, and uh, but you know I'm 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 in studio in heart. There you go. And let's tell them about our guest. We got uh, Doctor Combs that's going to be coming. Uh, yeah. On air today, uh, a very intriguing young man. I think you and him are from the same area. Yeah, it's, it's 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 a Maryland thing. We call it the DMV now. They got fancy once we left. But uh, Doctor Combs is, is, a, is a native of Baltimore, Maryland. He's a, a 15 year Marine Corps veteran. He's a husband, a father, now a doctor of social work. Uh, William completed both his MSW and DSW at the University of Southern California. So he's a Trojan, too. He and his wife have launched uh, TalkTaylor.com, a platform designed to change the way mental health services and delivered, reduce negative s- stigma, and open the idea of mental health to demographics who have traditionally rejected it. His professional goal is to unlock the full potential inside everyone he meets. He recognizes the importance of having people truly invested in his success, and he aims to become that source for many others. His method to, is to circumvent overly replicated counseling techniques and to instead reintroduce the value of just being real. And that's why I like that real talk, that real conversation. I think that's, a, that's the thing that we're missing nowadays, especially when we talk about the mental health and stigma and issues that go along with it. So welcome, Dr. Combs. You know, Dr. Combs, I can't wait to to get him on air. But I tell you, uh, during this first segment, uh, uh, Dr. Combs is also going to talk about a lot of things that uh, he is working on and a lot of things that he worked on with our program. Right. And uh, he's just an inspiration to everybody. So, so, so JC, uh, I, I had to tell you a little story. First, uh, you know, you know, this, this this virus, coronavirus and stuff has been going around. So, you know, last night, uh, you know, I like to have an AP, IPA beer every once in a while, but I'm, <laughs> but, but, but I'm allergic to it. <laughs> so I had the beer and I started sneezing. So my wife kicked me out the room. <laughs> so, so, I, uh, so, yeah, but I'm, I'm all clear. I'm good. <laughs> but I, I kicked out the room, so I can't drink IPAs. No. Oh, man. Uh, you might want to stay away from that IPA, <laughs> man. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. You know, 
Hey, Ray, one of the big things I want to talk about this morning, start this off with, is ACE. And ACE stands for Attitude, Commitment, and Enthusiasm. And I tell you, anything that we do in life, I believe that we have to be, you know, have to have that right attitude toward doing these things and just be excited about it. Right, so, absolutely. So if, if we can, I, I want to play a, a short uh, clip uh, to t- uh, introduce the ACE to uh, our listeners. Okay. ACE stands for attitude, commitment, and enthusiasm. Let's talk about the A, attitude. A lot of times we are confronted with things or in situations and we often react because we're not, for one thing, walking around with the right attitude where we get an opportunity to think. Attitude will make or break you. Most of the time, the first thing, depending on where you're at with your attitude, you want to react. You want to hit. You want to say something. You want to do the first thing that come to your mind. We all have this split second. This split second where we can think about it. Somebody bump into you or say something. We can think about it. I need to dream big, think big, and be big. Be big is not in statute. It's in heart and it's in mind. You don't always have to react when you're confronted with a negative situation. Let me talk about the C in ACE. The C stands for commitment. What does the C stand for? What does the C stand for? In order to be committed to anything, You must be committed to yourself. And what I mean by committed to yourself, you must be committed to you telling the truth, you being honest with yourself, regardless what it is. Enthusiasm, just like I mentioned to you, is being excited. Just being excited just because you were able to wake up this morning. I mean, I'm excited. I woke up. The the good Lord gave me another day. I'm happy. That's why I'm, 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 I'm happy about it, and I'm going to walk around. I cannot be walking around mad at the world or pissed off about something. Or, Mommy wouldn't let me do that, Daddy. Say, they did all these things. I'm just so, come on. Put that energy toward a positive thing. Just like Michelle Obama said, when they swing low, you what? Attitude. Commitment and enthusiasm. <laughs> Thank you so much. Hey, Ray. JC, I love that, man. I, I told you, told you, <laughs> remind me of Don Cornelius on that one. <laughs> you got so. That's beautiful, that's beautiful, but you got to do that when you're trying to to uh, make sure you motivate the kids or motivate the people that you're talking about. You got to bring that energy and that enthusiasm. If you don't bring the energy and enthusiasm, you're not going to be able to motivate anybody else. I right. mean, so uh, it's it's excitement, I, and everything I do, I, I try to be excited about it. I mean, I, I, I if if I'm not going to do it right, I'm not going to do it at all. Right. So that's great. Uh, so we want our audience to to. Uh, Think about these things. Um, a lot of times, 
we wake up, we said we wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Uh, there's no such thing in my mind as waking up on the wrong side of the bed. Uh, absolutely. I mean, that's one of the things. I mean, I learned this from you because I know the, the guys from the Navy or the ladies from the Navy always love these acronyms. And so the ACE. And so mine is called Control Your Ape. It's called your attitude, your preparation, and your effort. You can control what you can control when that ape gets on your back and that stress weighs you down. Uh, you can control your attitude. You control how you how you feel about something. You know, it's raining outside. I wish it was sunny. But my, my thought process is that I got up this morning. I had the opportunity to do something great. The preparation is when we go in there and we train, we practice over and over again. We do and we make what we call muscle memory. We're able to, you know, react in high-stress situations without having to think about it. And that effort, like you said, that effort and that enthusiasm, that's the hardest part because you have so many people that – Say, okay, well, I'm going to sit on the sideline and act like I'm a Monday morning quarterback and talk about what they should have done. Put that effort into action. And the action-based life is, is what we need to live. So yeah. I, I love that love that you talk about the ace and the enthusiasm. Yeah, you know, so uh, first thing with the ace, uh, just like you just mentioned, you know, waking up in the morning, uh, regardless of how that might be, with a positive attitude because you did wake up. And – you know, just, just putting your focus in positive things, I mean, and everything you do. I mean, I, I kind of put it like this uh, with an attitude. Depending on what our job might be, it could be anything, uh, doctors, lawyer, janitor. I believe that we put the same type of energy in everything that we do, whether it's swabbing the floor, uh, you know, having the right attitude. You want to be the best, uh, I mean, janitor or swabbing the floor, whatever that, that might be, you put that energy in there because I believe that right. you never know who's watching you and when your opportunity for promotion is going to come around. Uh, so if you're excited about everything, I mean, that's the attitude that you carry and then it becomes contagious. Right. Uh, you know, so yeah, but I, we, are, we, are, we always talk about because we, you know, both of you and I are motivational people and motivational speakers. We have a positive outlook. But how do you how do you deal with that when someone is 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 a pessimist that has a, a different kind of thought process and saying, hey, OK, I got a job here as a janitor or or whatever my job is. I mean, I think any job, if you have something that that's putting food on the table, you should be proud of it. I, I don't care where, where you're going. Um, but how do you how do you deal with that mentality? Because, I mean, we get beat down. We talk about this all the time, but we get beat down so much within life. And so it makes it hard to uh, you know, to to carry that same attitude every single morning. Well, I mean, I, I just think that uh, we have to develop uh, that thought that regardless of what we're doing, that we're going to be the best at it. And, of course, you're going to have naysayers out there that's uh, going to tell you that you can't do this and you can't do that. We have to be able to push back on that and just just continue to be you because you have developed that attitude to be the best that you can be. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember there, there was there was a story. I mean, I we talk we talking about janitors, but there was a I think I think it was in Minnesota, a guy that that worked in the sanitation and in the janitorial uh, profession for a while, and uh, you know he he had a, he had a, he had saved up a ton of money, and uh, you know normally a lot of people would look down on on his professional what he was doing, and this guy was proud of what he did, and he saved up so much money he was able to bless somebody else years later. 
Yeah, I think he has saved something and gave like $300,000 out to, and uh, that's to what family is- in need. And so and no matter what you're doing, it, it's how you feel about yourself internally. You know, a job is just, is just it's a job, your career path, that doesn't define you. you, you absolutely know, what defines right. you is who you are as a person, your character, and what you leave behind. Hey, Ray, we're going to have to take a station break right now, but we're going to come back and finish talking about this. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> More motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life on The Answer San Diego. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And again, this is Ray Leonard Jr. Hey, Ray, we uh, ended uh, talking about attitude and you were sharing uh, uh, a story with. Can you finish that up? Yeah, um, you know, you talk, you're talking about your, your attitude, and and that's basically how how you feel in your perception of things. I always talk about perception versus reality. You know, your perception of what everybody else thinks about you and how you perceive things is uh, is, is totally different than what the reality is. And sometimes we get scared, we get nervous to talk about it. We look at you know the outside um, presence of someone else or other people, and we gauge ourselves off of that. Um, you know, having the correct attitude is saying I'm going to be the best person I can be. Right. Because you because you, you can't you can't be who this other person is that you're aspiring to be. That's on on Instagram. And most of their lives or, or are, are, are not the same that they're showing out, out, out from uh, from their social media life. But you want to be the best person that you can be. And once you have that internal uh, thought process, your attitude matches your preparation and your effort because it makes you successful to, to, to do that. And so, you know, that that's always just, just been my thing. It took me a while to found it, but I found my, my, my why and found out uh, who I was as a person, and it made me a much better person. And that brings us to the next uh, portion of ACE commitment. Uh, a lot of times, uh, many people have major challenge in committing to anything. Um, I believe that you have to commit to yourself to be the best that you can be. So um, one of the things I want the audience to to get from commitment is uh, do not be afraid to step out of your comfort zone because if you stay on that safe path all the way, I mean, you know where that road is going to end. It's going to run out because it's a one-way road. We have to be able to take risks, and we have to be able to commit to things and start with ourselves. But commitment is a scary thing, JC. You know, you talk about commitment. That means you actually have to to say that here that I'm 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 putting my effort towards it. That uh, you know, my word is bond. What I'm saying means something. That means I'm going to follow through. And that's tough for a lot of people because when things get tough, it's easy to bail. It's much easier to bail than to stay committed to something that you're doing. It's easy to to bail and run and turn or run the other way. Uh, but uh, I believe that we have to formulate as part of 
our attitude along with commitment is to stay the distance, to be able to take risks. I mean, a lot of things that I have done over my lifetime, I mean, I was afraid uh, because you're always afraid of the unknown. And you don't want uh, folks to laugh at you or make fun of you uh, like they used to do me. But there comes a time in life where I believe that you have to push all that to the side because you're not living for anybody else. If you want to do great things, you have to commit to doing great things. You have to commit to having a positive attitude. You have to commit to uh, just reaching out and doing everything that's possible, even if there is um, a little uncertainty there. Man, that 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 is that was powerful what you just said. You said you're not living for nobody else. <laughs> and then that goes to the whole premise of our show. It's your life radio, right? It's it's, it's your life. You're it's, not living for anybody else but yourself. <laughs> right? You're not, you're right? Not, First and foremost, because you can't be you can't be can't be a benefit to anybody else. You can't help anybody else if you don't love yourself, if you're not committed to yourself, if you don't know who you are personally, then you're gonna give give you know, give back half of half of what you're capable of giving. And, and you're absolutely right. I mean, you brought up you cannot live for anybody else. I mean, what I mean by that is when it comes to you, uh, if if you're not committed to making yourself the best, you know, person, best father, the best husband, best this or best that, uh, you're not going to do it. But you have to be committed to yourself, and then you can be committed to protecting others around you. Excellent, excellent. So. Uh, no, I'm excited. I want. I want to get to. I guess. Well, uh, let, let's finish the, the the last one. Enthusiast. Uh, oh, okay. I forgot you got got the. I got the. You know. I, <laughs> yeah. So let's let's finish you, the, I, I was I was in Prince George's County edu- Education. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, it's it's just that. Uh, I love my PG County folks, though. But. It's just that uh, with Ace, uh, it's it's a three prone process. You know, attitude, commitment, and enthusiasm. Being excited about everything that you do. Being excited about. Uh, jobs that you are being excited about bringing a smile to somebody else's face, just just being excited or just to, to see other people happy, you know. So I believe that if if you combine all three of those attitude, commitment, and enthusiasm, uh, you are doing things that you might not know that you're doing. I mean, you are uh, helping others out, and you don't even know it, uh, but they see you as as a positive force uh, with a positive attitude. And they, and many will like to be like you. So just like I said, you never know who's watching you. You never know who's watching you. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, we're here as a fantastic, and I, and I want I want to introduce our, our, our guest that's in the studio with here uh, with us, Dr. William Coombs. Uh, he is from, from Baltimore, native of Baltimore, like I said. You know, DMV is in the house. Uh, my wife was actually born in Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, and she, and she said it was for be more careful. Oh yeah, <laughs> it is. It still is. <laughs> but but welcome, welcome. We're so excited to have you at the show. Thank you, thank you. Well, welcome to the show, Doctor Combs. Mr. Welcome Cooley. to the show. It, uh, it is a blessing to be here, gentlemen. Excellent, excellent. So so tell us a little about your, your background, and I mean, it's, you have you have an amazing resume um, that that we're sitting here looking at. So tell us a little bit about your background, where you're from, um, which what your story was, uh, and, and a little bit about your. We'll, we'll get into your to your company, and then which what you and your wife are doing. So, absolutely. Uh, so for me, uh, my story started in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, grew up in Baltimore City. 
Um, if you know anything about The Wire, you kind of know what that environment's <laughs> like. Um, right. Shout out to PG County, too. Yeah. Spend some time down there a little bit. Uh, learn learn how to how to live there. Learn how to survive there. Learn rights and wrongs there. Now, more importantly, learn the value of having a good influence around me. Um, I was probably one of the, probably more of the exception than the rule that I had both my parents. My parents are still married today. Awesome. Um, a lot of my friends did not. And I was able to see that with my development, I turned out to be what I wanted to be because I had their encouragement the whole time. Uh, And that was always a source of motivation for me to see that if you have the right people in your corner, you can get to where you need to be, regardless of where you come from. You can be from a place, but not of a place. You can ultimately make, you know, make your own path. Uh, Followed my father into the Marine Corps uh, right after high school, Uh, did 15 years there. Uh, very exciting time. Um, won't, wouldn't trade that time back for for anything. Learned a lot of life lessons in that point. Um, throughout that process, uh, met my my beautiful wife Sherelle. Uh, we have three kids between us. Uh, more growing, more developing, becoming a man, um, and realizing towards the end of my career, which brought me out here to California, there were some other things that I wanted to do with my life. You know, I started thinking about what my legacy is going to be. And although I was good enough to stay in the Marine Corps, uh, I did, I was thinking a little bit beyond that. Um, and I wanted to try to figure out how I was going to personally make my mark on the world. It's kind of led me to kind of where I am right now. Excellent. Excellent. You, you said, you said one thing that, that you, know, you grew up in a household that you had you know, your mother and father there and your father was, and your mother were both positive role models on you. How was that experience different than some of your friends that you, that you grew up with? Well, they, uh, it, it was always, you know, they shout out to all the single parents out there, but it, it's, you, you're getting 50% of the effort, um, at best. Uh, I had, I, I was shown what a family is supposed to be like. Um, I was shown, I was constantly encouraged. I was told to be better. I was told to, that, that they were proud of me. Um, and that had a profound effect on me. And I saw some of, some of the people around me, they didn't get that. They didn't get the whole picture. Um, some of them turned out okay. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of them did not. Uh, lacking either having a, the father figure most prominently or the mother figure in the house or having one parent that's just overwhelmed and cannot provide as much uh, direct support and, you know, and upbringing and raising as they would like to because they're only one person. Right. Uh, you know, um, again, a lot of them did amazing jobs. You know, I'm still to this day friends with a lot of those people and, and a lot of their parents. Um, but for me, I could see the difference because my sister and I had that every day constantly. And that's something that I'm, I'm eternally grateful for. Excellent. Well, I mean, I've been knowing you for quite some time, always a, a positive individual. And uh, uh, so um, I, I met you when you was in the Marine Corps. Yes. Um, tell me, when you came to me uh, looking for an internship, uh, and you mentioned to me, I think you had about almost 10, 12 years in, and you were saying you were thinking about getting out. How did you make that decision with that at that point in your life where you was halfway past uh, the re- you know, time to retirement? Um, yes, uh, and, and I remember that day well. Um, you know, just to kind of go back on what you said before, you never know who's watching, you know, and I, I was always the kind of person that would just sit down and just talk and tell my story and that day, I was unfortunate enough to sit next to Mr. Cooley. Had no idea who I was talking to, um, but yes, I was uh, already considering leaving the Marine Corps. wasn't quite sure at that point where we met. 
But I knew that I wanted to do something in therapy. I knew I wanted to do something that allowed me to talk to people. And that decision became easier for me because it, it, it was kind of built on the backbone of what you're talking about, the, the basis of what A stands for. Uh, I was asking myself a question that I ask a lot of people. Uh, who am I? Who am I without the labels? Who am I without the Marine Corps? If, if I wasn't a father or a husband or anything, who am I at my core? And at my core, I was always that person that people would gravitate to, uh, who, who people would listen to, and I would give them a perspective. So I had started my, uh, you know, the process of, uh, I'd finished my bachelor's degree a couple years before that and started my process of finishing the master's degree. Hey, hey, Will. Yes. Ho- hold it right there. We're going to have to take a station break, but uh, oh, I am man, excited. You broke it too. We're getting good, JC. We got to talk So we're going to come back in a minute and finish talking to Dr. Dr. Combs. James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life on The Answer San Diego. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to It's Your Life, and I'm James Cooley. Again, this is Ray Leonard Jr. And we got Dr. Combs in the house. Will, I I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but we had to take the station break because we had to pay the bills. (laughs) Got to pay the bills. (laughs) Got to pay the bills. We have the fast fans. Fascinating conversation. <laughs> I had to get back to my. So, so Dr. Combs, want to pick pick it back up with you uh, on the tail end of what you was going because it was fascinating, I'm, and I know our audience is is ready to hear some more. Absolutely. Uh, the The big question I had to ask myself at that point is, you know, what am I going to do with myself, and how am I going to get to that point? Uh, so, it was an easy decision for me. Uh, most people kind of especially in the service, they kind of grow within the service. And I wanted to make a point to grow through it. And when my ideas for what I wanted to do kind of changed direction, uh, it was, it was, it was a good move for me to kind of get off of that train and, and kick out that momentum into doing what I wanted to do ultimately and uh, decided to bet on myself and push it forward. So a lot, a lot of people come out of the, the Marine Corps or, or, or the Navy or the service or, or even, you know, uh, the sports background and, and kind of try to find out what, what they want to do next, what's the next transition in life. How, how were you able to do that and, and find something that you wanted to do that, that was beneficial to you and beneficial to your family? Uh, it, it really rooted in figuring out who I am in my core. Um, and that's kind of what I mean by without the labels. Like it, it would have been easy to stay in the Marine Corps because I was really good at doing that. And I could have retired and, and did the whole nine, but it wouldn't have been true to me. And I was always kind of under the mindset that if you can figure out what you like to do and you're enthusiastic about it, enthusiastic about it, uh, <laughs> uh, throw that in there. If you, but, but, you know, JC's right. If, if you are, then people will find you. And if you're good enough at it, people will pay you to do it. Uh, so the goal for me was to, 
get the education together, the credentials together that allow me to do what I ultimately wanted to do, which is talk to people, change their perspective, give them real advice without the veil of uh, professionalism that kind of hangs over this profession, counseling and therapy, where, you know, you'll find a lot of therapists who kind of give the appearance of, I don't want you to know much about myself and I want you to believe me because of my credentials. I'm of the mindset. I want you to know everything about me and I want you to make that judgment based on what you hear. Maybe I'm not the one for you, but you're going to get an authentic, real experience with me. And I think that that is the core of communication and that should always be included in any kind of therapeutic setting. Excellent. Excellent. Go ahead. So so, so, so tell me, tell me about, about your company, about, uh, no talk com. Uh, I know you and your wife launched that company. So tell us a little bit about, you know, the platform and, and, uh, what you guys uh, had had expected from when you started the company. Absolutely. So Talk Taylor is a venture that actually started as I was finishing my doctorate degree. You know, you get this program that you have to build essentially to finish the program. You want to build a program or a policy. Mm. And as I'm putting this thing together, I'm like, this is my chance. This is my opportunity to build exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I worked in a couple of jobs before in the, in the mental health profession. I've always kind of found that things were very scripted. They were very book-based, very academic-based. But n- most of my success has been real. So I'm thinking, you know, there should be a program out here that offers that kind of authentic experience. And then that light bulb came on and it all came together. Like, Why don't I build it myself? Mm-hmm. Uh, so what it provides is an authentic therapeutic experience. Uh, my, if, you're, if you're local to the you know, Riverside County, San Diego County area, I come to you. Uh, you're not going to find a couch. You're not going to find an office. You're not going to find the, the typical therapy setting. We're going to go where you're comfortable. Maybe you like to take a walk. Maybe you like Starbucks. Maybe you like to go to the gym. I meet you there and we talk it out. You know, we talk as if we're having a real conversation. Or, you know, we can do the, the coaching online. Uh, it's a profession so I can reach anybody in the world. Uh, the, the purpose is to make sure that you are in your comfort zone, you're in your element, but you're getting authentic, qualified feedback, uh, but from a real person, from, from a real perspective. Mm. Awesome. Hey, Will, uh, just, just to go back a little bit, uh, I remember, did, uh, did you pick up a lot of this uh, when you was uh, in the Murrieta Valley School District when we had many cases that was assigned to you? Did that uh, contribute to uh, some of the things that uh, you, you're you doing right now uh, with a lot of clients? Absolutely. Uh, it, it, that experience allowed me to kind of cut my teeth, one, uh, with different professions and different personalities and actually get a chance to get out in front of people. Uh, that's something that I'm eternally grateful for, uh, for, for you, JC, uh, for connecting me with the right people, one, so that I can fulfill my degree requirements, but mainly so I can get started. You know, I remember my first actual speaking engagement was one of your programs. And, you know, this is where my enthusiasm got away from me a little bit. You know, our, our audience was, you know, youth, it was a youth, youth breakfast, uh, I believe it was. And I got so excited and fresh out of the Marine Corps that I actually cussed at these kids. (laughs) uh, You got to reach them somehow. You know, and I, I, I felt it. It was passionate. It came out. And I didn't get the response. But everybody, JC included, JC included, kind of looked at me like, "Whoa, what are you doing?" Um, <laughs> right. You know, I really wanted to get this point home, um, but you know, it was an experience that I needed. I needed to get a chance to get out in front of people. So, absolutely, it uh, it it was the beginning of my development for what I do now. Well, I mean, I, I remember that day 
Uh, but you did catch a lot of people' attention because I thought we had a couple of people that were dozing off. You caught their attention and got them back on track. And uh, that that speech you gave that day was tremendous. And uh, just watching you work with a lot of the clients and and. Uh, Mirror, Miller, Mirror Valley Independent School District and other things that we was doing, and also uh, with USC. Uh, I was intrigued, and I knew that you were going to do great things. Thank you. Excellent. And so the one of the other questions I want to ask you is about uh, one part of the important part of your, your practice is about uh, mental health within the, in the black community. Yes. Because uh, there is a, such a stigma that, uh, you know, Back when I was growing up, they say, "Oh, that boy just crazy. <laughs> that girl crazy." Say, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So the conversation was was a little bit different. And if if you said that you had an issue or you were were, were stressing about something, it was a thought process that you were weak, right? That, that you you were were not up up to par. That you weren't strong enough. Um, but now I'm I'm seeing a, a major change. Uh, and that's one of the things that you know I go out and talk about a lot. I know JC talks about a lot, and, and it's encouraging to see other people that are trying to break that stigma. One of my good friends, Shanti Das, in Atlanta, uh, she has a, 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 a program called Silence the Shame, mm-hmm. and so taking away that stigma from there. So how how did, how did that affect you, and, and why did you want to uh, take away that stigma in that conversation? Absolutely, that, that stigma is real. It's why you know we we've. We've probably grown up, uh, the three of us, in very similar backgrounds, uh, similar experiences. And it's very easy to contrast and compare, you know, where we are now, Southern California, versus maybe a Baltimore city. Right. You know, you have in this setting out here something that may drive and trigger a mental health uh, alert. You know, you take that same situation, you put it in Baltimore, and you say, well, we see people die every day. This is nothing. This is a drop in the bucket for us. So they suppress it. And... It becomes it's not even really a mental health issue. It's just a part of life. Yet it's still affecting us on the human level the exact same way. Um, another part of that is they don't really see a lot of therapists that look like us. Mm-hmm. I mean, be honest, there, there's not a lot of people who they think they can relate to because the, the mass majority of the population does not look like them. So it's very important for me to be a, another available face. You know, I, I like to think that I can communicate with anybody, but you know, I'd be remiss to say that there's not a special connection with people who are of the same background, of the same ethnicity, that understand things on a different level. Um, and I'll, I'll never take that for granted either. Excellent. Will, what do you see uh, as some of the biggest challenges out there uh, that uh, forces people not to reach out uh, to talk to uh, uh, someone that can bring them uh, help? It's stigma. Uh, th- that's the biggest challenge. Nobody wants to be considered the crazy person. Nobody wants to be considered the weak person. Everybody wants to, we don't want people to in our own house and know in our own business. And that's another reason why self-disclosure for me is very important. Um, I did a segment on Facebook Live a little while ago about social anxiety in myself. And the response that I got back from that was that, wow, man, this is, this is the same thing that I've gone through. I didn't know it had a name, but nobody wants to be attached to that name or that diagnosis. Um, and in today's day and age where, things like suicide and, and mental health is so it's almost glamorized right. and desensitized. Uh, it gets lost. And the biggest challenge is one, getting people to understand that feelings are happening and feelings are supposed to happen. And feelings, they make you human because you aren't having 100% favorable day for your entire life does not mean anything's wrong. But if there are, and if it is affecting your life, then there are resources out here available to you. 
Um, so it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword, but, you know, that's that's my passion. Well, that's awesome. I'm, I'm, gl- I'm glad you're actually bringing that to the forefront because when I first started going out to speak, uh, I was scared to death. And, and I had like this uh, this uh, this shame, the stigma for me is that, oh, you're Sugar Ray Leonard's son, so you should have right. this, or you should be this, be this. And so the first thing I did was rip the Band-Aid off, like you said, right. and tell about, tell about myself mm-hmm. and tell about you know, some of the things I felt was like PTSD for me growing up mm-hmm. and the struggles that, that I had. And, you know, it was scary at first to go out and have that conversation. But, you know, the response that they got and, and the uh, the people that came back and said, you know, I appreciate you saying something like that. Sometimes, you know, in, in life, we have to be able to offer ourselves first before we can expect something from others. And, you know, I appreciate what, what you do. And, and, and it's, it's, it's commendable for, you know, the, the job that you're doing. One hundred percent. Every I think the people who are watching you would assume the same thing. Oh, this is this is a Sugar Ray Leonard son. He knows what he's doing. He's he's been he's been TV commercials and assume that there's no way that you could be feeling any kind of anxiety. And that professional veil that I talked about is what I see a lot in this community. There's a lot of people that will block that and present as here are the answers because I'm the professional instead of saying, hey, dog, I get scared, too. I'm nervous right now. Right. And it's okay because it's how I know I'm alive. It's what makes me a human. Hey, Dr. Cohn, I'm going to have to cut you off because we got to take another station break. But this is interesting. We're going to come back and talk to Dr. Cohn a little Keep bit more. Keep us on schedule, JC. <laughs> <laughs> James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life on The Answer San Diego. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And again, this is Ray Leonard Jr. Hey, Ray, uh, we left off with Doc uh, explaining, and and I think he was uh, uh, kind of mentioning a little bit about... um, People think that they got everything. A lot of folks think that uh, they looking from the they're from the naked eye and thinking that everybody got everything together because they come from a certain type of family or a certain type of status. Or, uh, so, uh, Doctor Combs, can you pick up on that? Hold on, J- JC. Before, before we go to that, I, I want I want to give the resource out. I want to make sure that everybody knows where to find the resources. Uh, so, Doctor Combs, if if you can tell them, you know, uh, where where to find your information or how to get in touch with you again. Yes, absolutely. So the main site is www.talktaylor.com, T-A-L-K-T-A-I-L-O-R, all one word. Uh, all the social media sites are on that, that site. I'm at Instagram at TalkTaylor. Uh, we're on Twitter at WCoombsDSW. Um, that's where I'm in. That's, uh, check the website. Tell you everything you need to know. It'll tell you how to connect with me, schedule a session with us. Uh, whatever you need is right there. Awesome, awesome. And again, me, Ray Leonard Jr., everything is at Ray Leonard Jr., RayLeonardJr.com. Uh, and JC, you want to give me your information too? <laughs> yes. Uh, 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 www. Uh, 
jamescooleytheauthor.com, uh, Facebook, YouTube, uh, J.C. Cooley Foundation, um, and just regular Facebook. Uh, James, I Cooley. think if you just type in J.C. Cooley, you just find you'll find you anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I tell you, but this is interesting. I, I, I want uh, Dr. Combs to finish that because uh, a lot of people do feel that way that uh, they should be perfect because they are born within a certain standard or a status. Yeah, how do you, how do your kids feel about that? You know, you talk about your upbringing, and you had your parents in, in your life that encouraged you. So, how, how do you how do your kids deal with, you know, what, what you're doing and the conversations that you're having? I tell you what, it's a, it is a whole different challenge. Uh, my my youngest has actually become the school counselor for her school. Like, uh, I guess <laughs> That's awesome. if it, I guess it runs in the family. Yeah. You got it, you got it. And uh, a lot of her friends will come to her with problems that probably you know not middle school problems for me. These are like adult problems. Right. And, you know, and I have to kind of tell her, you know, Brianna, just, you know, I send you to school to go to school. You don't have to be everybody's therapist, but you know, it, you know, when, when you got it, you got it. Uh, but they're learning too. I mean, they're in a different environment. It's funny. You know, I wanted my kids to be in a safe environment and you take them out of one and there's one set of challenges that go away and a whole nother set of challenges that come. Uh, so there's always going to be a challenge. Um, but, you know, they do well, they handle it well, uh, and they understand they're very, you know, sometimes maybe uh, I try not to take for granted how, how well-grounded they are, uh, but they, I think my kids get it for the most part. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, I know we talked about it because we had some of the same experiences. My son Jalen is, is 17 going into his final year of, of high school, and my other son is 13 and my daughter's 12, and I, my 25-year-old daughter, I feel old now saying that, <laughs> but uh you know, it's it's interesting to see it from that different perspective. Mm-hmm. When you take yourself out of yourself and you look at your kids and you mm-hmm. see what your actions are are leaving to them, because it's not just the words you say; it's the actions that that they they they, they follow as well. And so, uh, you know, it's interesting to, to to see that because I know of some of the uh, you know my mother and my father's uh, attributes. I see it in myself now that I'm getting older. I'm saying I'm saying the same thing. What? <laughs> Go clean your room. Yeah. <laughs> go, do this, yeah. go do this. Go do that. And, and yeah. it changes up. Your thought process changes up. And I was like, am I really becoming my parents? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm still apologizing to my parents for stuff that I, that I did <laughs> because I get it now. Um, it, it comes full circle. Um, but, but to your point, JC, uh, that, that, that's probably the core problem. A lot of people think that their life should be on 100 all the time. And any difference, you know, I've, I've had people, I, I used to work in a crisis background, and that taught me a lot about kind of how people think. And I'll meet somebody and they'll tell me, well, I'm depressed and I want to kill myself because my wife passed away. And I'm like, well, let me get this straight. You know, your wife passed away and you're sad about it. And they're like, yes, it's got a problem. That's a problem. And I'm like, well, no, it's not a problem. If your wife meant anything to you, you should be depressed. It's okay. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It means that you miss somebody that's very important to you. Likewise, anxiety, you know, people, whenever you're, you get a little too anxious, it's your body telling you, hey, pay attention. You know, so it doesn't mean that it's necessarily a bad thing. And a lot of times people take it to where they, they want to be diagnosed um, when in reality it's your body doing what it does. Uh, so getting more back to the idea that life is not meant to be lived 100% perfect at all times. You know, the, the good things really wouldn't be good things without some trials and tribulation, you know, sprinkled in there. So giving people's perspective. Well, it's interesting that you talk about that because you talk about failure. 
and what people's perceptions of failure. So uh, how do you, how do you, how do you talk about that conversation? Because them failure can be uh, so detrimental and devastating for, for, for some, and some look at it as, as a, as an opportunity to, to change it or, or do something better the next time. Yeah. I, I love those conversations. I love failure. Those, those get me excited because you can't tell me the failure is not the best teacher. You know, it teaches you everything that you need to know, you know, even a loss, you know, if you lose, you know what not to do. That, that is a win. That's a gain. Uh, everything, a lot of it is about perspective. And, you know, going back to, you know, the ace, that all kind of speaks to exactly what I mean. You, you can choose to look at a situation any way that you want to. Why not look at it enthusiastically? Why not take something good from it? Um, because when, when you have that, it's like a lens. When you have that lens open, you're more inclined to receive those things that you, you know, JC was talking about in the video. There's a lot of people who overlook things or will get on their $4,000 iPhone on their 5G internet and complain about something. <laughs> Do you realize how fortunate you right, are right, to right, have that, right. to even complain about it, right. you know, let alone the air that you breathe and the fact that you woke up. Um, so 100% believe that failure is, 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 is crucial. It's detrimental. You have to be able to learn how to live in it and learn from it. I believe that uh, you cannot be successful I mean, in, in your own way unless you fall down and fail at something because you have to be able to get back up and be strong and you figure out a plan to keep from falling down again because failure teaches us uh, positive thoughts uh, if we want to learn those, and it also gives us a path on what we need to do to keep from going backwards. Mm. Interesting, interesting you say that. So as far as the thought process, when you look at life and, and the overall kind of vision of, of what life should be as your, as your journey, do you see it? My, my thought process is I see life as, as, as an ongoing movie. And and I'm I'm like the main character, and I everybody else in there is playing a role, right? So I, I can I can adjust as I go. So it's exciting that every every morning that you're playing a different, you know, you're playing a different role, or, or the uh, the experiences around you will change. So every 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 single morning when you get up, you don't live the same day. It's not Groundhog's Day. Yeah. Like you have another opportunity, another thought process, another day to to do something great. So that's my vision when I wake up. So. What would you encourage other people to think about as far as, you know, we always talk about positivity and motivation and you get this and you get this. But, I mean, sometimes, life, I mean, life throws you some blows like, man, I don't want to get up today. Right. I'll, tell you, I'll take it a step further. I look at life very similar. I, I've used the uh, explanation as life is a movie. You are the main character. I, I think one of the issues with people is they assume that other people know that they're side characters. They, they don't know that they're side characters. <laughs> right, they don't right, think you right. know, everybody that you see is the main character in their own movie. Right. And these are all interacting with one another. One another. Um, so for me, that perspective is so important. You got to understand that your main storyline is going to interact with this person's main storyline and they're not going to play their side role. They're going to play their main character role in their movie. Right. Um, and as long as people understand that, you know, you can kind of see the bigger picture. Uh, you can kind of live outside of that bubble. Um, and that journey for you becomes more defined because you're fulfilling your purpose instead of fulfilling the purpose that controls everybody around you, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, but you have to live in your own purpose, though. You got to find your own thing. You know, you, you mentioned earlier, you know, not just becoming your, your son's, your father's son, but becoming your own person. Um, if you never do that, you deprive so many people of all the things that Ray Leonard Jr. was going to do. 
so I encourage everybody to find who they are. Answer that question. Who are you? Which is a very difficult question to ask. Uh, but find the answer to that. And, and if you can do that, then you're closer to fulfilling your purpose for the world, I believe. That was deep. <laughs> that was that was deep, especially about the the movie portion, because uh, I do believe that we get caught up in that and uh, by being the main character. But we also have to uh, understand that uh, there are some sidekicks out there of everybody else in the world that, that, that that's in our movie. And we have to understand it's not about the I, the me or the my. It's about the we, the us and the ours. So I believe that. If we are cognitive of all of those things and we are cognitive of being the best person that we can be, uh, we're going to make others better. You know, so, but, uh, but before we close, I want to put a plug in, uh, what we talked about the ACE, uh, today, you can find that in my new book, a country boy, city boy, a journey that ain't over yet. And, uh, that book can be picked up on Amazon, Amazon, Kindle, Barnes and Nobles and anywhere where books are sold. And uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of things. And Dr. Combs, I really appreciate you taking the time to come on our, our show. And, I mean, I, I know the audience out there are excited. And um, any way that we can help you out, uh, I'm sure that uh, my co-host, Ray, and I are going to do everything that we can. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So if you want to find me, like I said, everything is at Ray Leonard Jr., RayLeonardJr.com. And uh, this coming week, I'm, I'm excited to be speaking at uh, Game Beyond the Game uh, in, in Beverly Hills. So, um, now that's coming up. And, uh, you know, make sure you, you, you follow what we're doing. Uh, you know, we're trying to inspire everyone, you know, to, to be better. Like I always say, my grandfather told me, when you know better, you do better. <laughs> That's what it's all about is, is, is you know, learning to know better and do better. So uh, I hate to do this, but we're coming to an end. And I oh, man, thanks, we got we to gotta end the show again. Thanks so much, uh, Dr. <laughs> Cohn. Thanks so much for my co-host. Uh, thanks so much for uh, our audience out there. Until next week, it's your life. It's your life. James and Ray next week at this same time for more It's Your Life, where you'll learn how to dream big, think big, and be big. For more about James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr., how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Come back next week at this same time for more motivation and inspiration on how you can become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.